Hi, I'm Catherine Delgado. And I'm Priya Karmath. And you're listening to FIRST. Today's episode of FIRST features Caroline Rennes, who will be speaking to us about mental health in the middle of a pandemic, and especially with respect to kids our age. So let's get into it. So Carolyn, can you first and foremost introduce yourself and tell everyone like why you're here? Hi there, um, my name is Caroline Rennes. I'm 16, I'm a junior, or a rising junior at Point Loma High School. Um, and the reason I'm really excited to be talking about kind of mental health and teenagers in the middle of the pandemic today is because I've been struggling with anxiety for about two years now, but it, I thought that once we went into quarantine and my activities lessened, it would get better. Um, and I'd feel more relaxed and less stressed out. And I found that it actually got worse, which was interesting. And I found that this was common along among a lot of my friends. So I'm really excited to be talking to you guys about this today. So speaking of mental health during this pandemic, I wanted to ask you, how have you been doing over quarantine? And like, what have you been doing this summer? Um, so I describe kind of how I've been doing as all right, you know, it kind of varies hour by hour, day by day. Um, some days I feel great. Some days I feel all right. Um, some days I feel kind of down and you know, that's okay. Um, over the summer, I've been pretty busy. Uh, I, I got a job at a fast food restaurant back in June. So I've been working about six days a week. Um, I actually just cut down my hours to three or four days a week. So that should help. Um, I've been working really hard on a model UN conference, a voting campaign. Um, I'm a classical pianist, so of course I typically have a lot of music practice each day. Um, and I also did a class through San Diego City College, which I finished a few weeks ago. That sounds like you've been really busy. I feel like I have not been doing that much. So round of applause to you. Um, but can you tell us a little bit about how you feel like this quarantine has affected your mental health? and Maybe how you've seen this quarantine has affected those around you? Um, so I'd say that kind of in the middle of, you know, the COVID era, um, I, it's, it's been tough. Um, you know, I, I'm very much an introvert. And so, you know, I was really happy at first to kind of have some more time to myself to not constantly be surrounded by people. And then even as an introvert, I realized it's really important to have social interactions. Um, I'd say by week three, I was like, I don't care who it is. I just need to talk to someone in person. I need that kind of activity and we all need that. Um, and so that was definitely tough. It felt, you know, we just felt all isolated and I felt really lonely um, and confused. And, you know, you, you, I've gotten used to it, but it's still pretty weird lacking all that social activity. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with kind of the collapse of like a routine is my everyday schedule kind of just went away. Um, you know, I, I didn't really know how to fully put it back together. And then, you know, that, that caused a huge strain on me because I realized um, some kids are really utilizing all this time that we have off to prep for college, to, you know, be attending more webinars, to take college classes, to join a gazillion clubs. And then some kids are just taking this time to do nothing but relax. And I feel like that's been the main cause of my anxiety is I don't know if I should be utilizing this time and doing as much as I can to become a better student and to become a better person, or if I really deserve this 
whole summer to just do nothing. Um, so that's definitely been tough is there's no really full clear sense of a new normal is we don't really know what we're supposed to do, be doing with ourselves, especially as high schoolers who have been used to such like a standard routine for so long. Um, and I know this is the case with a lot of my friends is they kind of feel like they're not even a part of society right now. Like they don't know what they're supposed to be doing with themselves. And that's been pretty tough. Um, I think a huge part of it has just had to do with kind of this summer and seeing so many people I know um, going back to the beach and hanging out in large groups. And I've been keeping a fairly strict quarantine. I've seen about two friends um, in the entirety since March. And so sometimes I feel really envious of these people who are going into huge groups. And then I have to remind myself that what they're doing is wrong. And, you know, it's tough because I'm jealous of them, but at the same time, I don't want to be like them. Um, you know, I want to try to follow the, the guidelines and set a good example for others. Um, so that's definitely been tough is everyone's kind of handling this differently. Um, I'd say, I think a lot of it also in terms of anxiety had to do with, especially on social media, we saw this huge surge in kind of teenagers becoming politically active. Um, whether it had to do with the Black Lives Matter movement, whether it just had to do with protests in general, talking more about COVID, talking about the election. Um, and it became pretty stressful because suddenly I consider myself to be politically active. I read the news every day. I do all that kind of stuff. But I felt like I wasn't doing my part fully. Um, I know other people who feel like they're not participating enough while others feel like they're participating too much. Um, you know, it, it's been strange because it, you know, we're supposed to be the future and we're supposed to be, you know, the future leaders and we've been told, you know, speak up, you know, youth voices matter. And it's tough to know if you're speaking too much, if you're not speaking enough. And that's kind of been nerve wracking for me is, oh my God, I didn't repost this on my story. Are people going to think I'm conservative now? Um, honestly, that's how I feel sometimes. Um, and I think for a lot of us, we just, you know, we want to be politically active. We want to have a say in kind of the state of our world, but we don't fully know how to do it. We kind of feel out of body. We just feel like we're watching all of this from a distance. And at the end of the day, it's tough to know how to make actual change. So I think if that answers the question, sorry, that's a long rant um, as to kind of how my anxiety has been, you know, progressing and what's been the cause of my anxiety as well as as the anxiety of my friends, um, if that answers that. No, it's definitely okay. Like, we want to hear everything you want to say, but um, I definitely agree with everything you said. I think for me, my anxiety also, like, greatly increased around May. Um, right when everything first happened during that one week, I was just incredibly stressed about, like, if I was posting enough on my story, was I signing enough petitions? But I think it's important to acknowledge that, like, although FIRST stands for the phrase and, like, the idea of youth voices mattering, um, we also want you guys to take care of your mental health because I think it's impossible for us to micromanage every single issue that goes on in the world. Um, so, like, um, I posted this message before on my social media, but I said if every teen or every person of, like, the youth community took on and tackled one issue and we all tackled like different issues we could make a change in the world because we're all focusing on different things and it's all about collective action and everyone taking a stand 
Um, but I do want to acknowledge that like with um, this kind of like youth movement that's been happening lately, it is incredibly stressful. Um, and that's why first we wanted to like give people the space to just like talk about their feelings and anything that they're feeling about that. But um, yeah, I've also been like pretty sad just because I don't see a lot of people as well. I only hang out with like the same two friends. And I've been working on the Model UN conference as well with Caroline. And that's been pretty stressful, especially with like the school year starting. But we've been meeting weekly now and just like talking with Caroline like every Monday and just like gossiping about things as well as working helps. And just like um, seeing faces of friends that you don't really see in person anymore. But um, going off of that, what are some things that you've been doing to aid your mental health? And do you have any tips for our listeners today? Yeah, so um, I've been doing a couple things. Um, I, I, I think on average, I probably have about two anxiety attacks a week. Um, and so I, at first, I didn't really know how to deal with them because I don't want to go, you know, crying to a parent or something or if they were happening when I was still, you know, back in school in person, I didn't want to, you know, just start break down in the middle of class. So I was trying to think of ways kind of throughout this quarantine to kind of help with that so that in the future it wouldn't happen when we kind of go back to a normal life. Um, so I realized that, you know, the thing that helps me the most is honestly, it's kind of a cliche, but listen to music. Um, I tend to, I can't suggest this for everyone because it depends on your music taste. But I really like listening to like a music, like a movie soundtrack or something whenever I'm feeling super anxious because I find that I have a pretty strong memory. And if I can listen to a soundtrack, I can immediately kind of envision that movie in my mind and it's kind of a distraction. Um, so I find that that really helps. Um, I think just going for a walk is one of the easiest solutions. Um, I take my dog for a walk every day. You know, it's just such a nice way to get outside seeing that we don't have as many opportunities now. And then, so I'd suggest this for everyone is try to find something, a TV show, a movie, a book, something that's a guilty pleasure for you. Um, something that you know and you know you love that's really light and easy to watch um, or to read or to listen to or anything. Um, so for me all, if I'm, feel, if I'm having a day where I feel super stressed out, I'll say, okay, take 40 minutes off and just watch an episode of Gilmore Girls. And then by that time, I feel a little bit more relaxed and I'm in a better mood. Um, Honestly, I've watched, I've rewatched the Twilight Saga about four times during quarantine <laughs> because I, I find that it's just, it's, for me, it's nostalgic and I have a good time watching it and it kind of takes my mind away from all the actual real life stress we're dealing with right now. For sure. I feel like a lot of those points really did hit home. Um, and while I don't struggle with anxiety, I definitely feel like my mental health has taken a toll over this quarantine, especially inside the beginning, because I was still trying to figure out how to deal with it. Like I wasn't expecting, actually, I feel like I kind of had a delayed reaction um, because for the first like two months of quarantine, I was studying really hard for school. Like I had my AP test coming up. And so I wasn't really feeling the effects um, in the same way that some of my friends were. Um, and then around June, when all of our AP tests ended and like school was over, it suddenly kind of hit me because I wasn't that busy anymore. Um, and it was definitely, it was definitely hard um, to figure out at the beginning because I was confused. I didn't, I didn't think that I would, I thought I would be very happy um, because 
uh, this summer was supposed to be really hard. We were supposed to have a lot of uh, things packed into it, getting ready for college apps. And then suddenly we don't have anything to do. Like I thought I should be really grateful and really like excited and have a very relaxing summer. But especially at the beginning, um, I was having a lot of trouble with my mental health. Um, but some things that I did find that have been helping me is just like on bad days, just calling a friend really does make all the difference. And honestly, not even just calling a friend, just getting onto a Zoom call with other people and talking to other people, even if it's inside a formal setting, it really does help. And then like Caroline said, another thing that does help is just listening to music. Um, whenever you feel like anxious or overwhelmed, I found that if you can just put on some music that you used to listen to, like your top 100 playlists from two or three years ago, it makes you feel really nostalgic. And oh yeah, and going off of that, I found that looking back inside your photos um, of like last summer, that really does help. Um, and it makes you feel better about like the situation you're in. Yeah, and for me, I've started to lighten my load. Um, I was supposed to take like a night class at my local community college for like 15 hours a week for eight weeks and I thought I could do it because like I really like the class and I, I've been really on top of my stuff lately but then after taking the class for like a few days I realized I don't have like the energy to do it and I got really stressed with like that on top of everything that I'm doing so I found that like I definitely agree like talking to friends definitely helps but um, I've been fortunate enough to have like a great counselor so I talked to her as well like regularly and she's like really supportive and just talking to someone and having them be like a like a listening board and they can provide you with resources to um, help you is also incredibly beneficial and helpful for my mental health um, but for our last question Caroline do you have any final messages for our listeners who are also struggling with anxiety and stress during this um, rough time yeah um, I mean I'd say you know we're even though we're all isolated, I know this is kind of a cliche, but we're all in this together. Um, you know, there are people going through this too. You're not alone. Um, you know, regardless of why your anxiety is occurring, why you're feeling so stressed at this time, it's okay. Um, this time is so unusual for all of us that don't worry about, you know, feeling like you're doing something right or you're doing something wrong. There is no right or wrong at this time, as long as you're staying inside. Um, you're keeping yourself, you know, try to talk to a friend each day, try to just text someone or, you know, listen to music, do something that makes you happy each day, stay inside, wear a mask, we will get through this. Um, you know, I am here for you, there are other people there for you. And it's going to be okay. Even if it doesn't feel like that, it's going to be okay. Period. I really did resonate with a lot of those points, especially staying inside, because as much as all of us are having trouble with our mental health, there are better ways to get human interaction in than putting other people in danger. But anyways, thank you, Caroline, for speaking with us. I really do hope that our listeners feel a bit of, it of security after hearing about your experiences with mental health, and I'm so glad that you've been open with us, and we really appreciate it. It's so much fun speaking with you guys. Thank you for this honor. It was just awesome to do. And it was really nice to kind of get to speak openly about my own mental health and hope, hopefully people, you know, find some solace in this. Um, so thank you guys.
Yeah, of course. And if anyone wants to hear more from Caroline, she also wrote an article that will be on our website at youthvoicesfirst.weebly.com and you can find it there. But that's about it for us today. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in. We really appreciate you. See you next time on First. Thank you.